and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. And so yeah, we are discussing The Last Kingdom. If you listened to the episode right before this one, which was The Batman, then you know I am super excited to talk about this. This is most likely going to be like a love fest, so just <laughs> prepare <laughs> for that. But, but before we jump into that, have to do the warning. So it is just me. This is a solo hosted show, so I can repeat myself and go all over the place. Um, I can say things that don't make sense. I'm not really in the, this is not a comic book, so I usually say I'm not the expert, but like, really, these are just my own genuine opinions, and we are all um, free to have our own opinions, and we can disagree on things, but that doesn't mean we need to do it in a disrespectful way, so uh, there is that, and there will be spoilers, of course, duh, because like, we're talking about the actual show, and there are books on the show, I haven't read them, so I won't be spoiling the books, but like, it is loosely based on history, so, I mean, if you think that history is a spoiler, then I don't know what to tell you. So, let's get into this. The Last Kingdom, it was the last season, the final season, season five of The Last Kingdom. Um, if you've listened for a while or you listened to my last um, discussion on The Last Kingdom, do you know that I came in late to the game. I think I came in on season three. I, like, binged the first three seasons and then season four had literally just dropped this was like two years ago almost now and we finally got season five which we know knew going into it that it was going to be the final season but before they dropped season five they made the announcement that they're going to do like this final movie which is called I believe seven kings must die (laughs) so we have that to look forward to but as far as additional seasons this is it I mean if you want to go and look at history I don't want to say too much about history because I'm assuming the final movie is probably going to um, hit on that. And we can talk about that later because it'll get into what we could potentially expect from the movie, especially if for the most part, even though this is loosely based on history, a lot of the things that happen in a show are kind of following what happens, (laughs) what happened in real life. So take that for what you will, but we are going to get into it at the end. So if you don't want to know what happened in actual history, then I suggest you (laughs) stop listening when we get to that point. But yeah, so the final season, um, not going to like, going into this season, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what happened. It's been way too long. You guys know the past two years, it felt, have felt like eternity. So anything that happened either prior to or in the beginning of like 2020 is like, seems like it happened ages ago so and they did a recap at the beginning and usually I don't watch the recaps but I actually watched this recap and I still was sitting there like oh my gosh some of this I remember some of this I don't but essentially at the end of the day where we come to is we've of course hopped hop skipped hop skipped and jumped a few years (laughs) into the future by the time we return back so like all the people or all the kids who were like kids so we're talking about you guys, it's a lot of names, so I'm going to try not to um, butcher names, and it might take me a minute to find everyone's names because this is a very large cast, but um, the one who was Edward's son 
which, and everyone's names also sound so similar. And you guys know I already suck at names, so <laughs> there is that. But it also doesn't help that everyone's names are like similar sounding. Alstan, Althostan. <laughs> so Althostan, when we left the last time, was like probably seven six or maybe he was younger than that we come back clearly he's a teenager so that kind of gives us an idea of how much time has passed of course all of the adults who have been all of the adults essentially since the beginning of the series are all the same actors who just do not age I literally wrote this like no one ages <laughs> and they try to put give them like gray hair but it's like no they still look super super young even on Uhtred um it was hard to tell that they had given him gray hair because it had it like braided back and still most of it looked very very dark and at this point Uhtred has to be like because he has grown grown children with like like grown grown children so Uhtred has to be in his like 50s <laughs> I don't know and even if you think about um What's her name? Not Brita. You know, though Brita, they gave her a lot of gray hair this season as well. But, um, oh my gosh, King Edward's mom, Ellsworth, who, like, has literally survived so many things, probably should have died by now. <laughs> but she's still here in all her gray hair glory and also, like, still trying to control things but you know at least like the relationships the great thing about like watching season five and then like comparing it to earlier seasons is to see how some of these relationships have developed especially between like Uhtred and Ellsworth because like in the beginning it was very much so didn't trust each other she wanted him killed all that and then by the time you get to this season she's like she literally only trusts Uhtred with the lives of her children and grandchildren. So, I don't know, it's very funny to see or interesting to see that um, growth across the seasons. But anyway, so we have Ethel Stan who is in hiding. We still have Ethel, Ethel's helm. helm. <laughs> I told you guys, everyone's names are so close. Like, they literally are just like, oh, we're having a kid. Um, we already have an Ethel's ham, so let's give them Ethel's stand. Like, jeez, they're all so close, and they also they're also similar sounding. That sometimes I get them mixed up. So there's that. But anyway, and then we have Ethel Weird, which is similar to Ethel Flad, or Ethel, and then Ethel Win. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself because, like, I am butchering all these names. But anyway, so um, we have Ethelstan, who has now been essentially, um, what's the word? He's grown up under Uhtred, so Uhtred has taught him everything he knows to be, like, a fighter and all that. Which is kind of like, if I was living in that time and I had to leave my kid with someone, I mean, I think I would leave them with, leave them with Uhtred because, like... There's a high chance that they would survive for a long time because he would teach them things. But, you know, anyway. And then we have Ethel's Ham, who is still back here conniving. So this is the thing that, that like, frustrated me this entire season is because I feel like it took too long for people to realize that he was the one behind all of the chaos. And I don't understand why they wouldn't think that it would be him. Especially if they've lived so long, they've lived some, um, this long amount of time 
in peace between the Saxton and the Danes. Haven't really had any conflict. Everyone's been living our lives. And then all of a sudden you have Ethelshelm who's like clearly in Edward's ear telling him things. And it's just like clearly in in Edward can see that he can be trusted because we see in his actions that he doesn't really trust him. And so he knows he's like been trying to push Ethel, Ethel Flynn. Jeez, oh, I already forgot his name that fast. Ethel Weird, Ethel Weird to um, be for him to announce him as king. And Edward has been like, uh, not really. He's been pushing him off. We know that he's been, um, oh my gosh, her name is Ethel Flayed. Oh, jeez, these names. Oh my gosh, I cannot. <laughs> he's been pushing his wife, Ethel Flayed, Ethel Flayed off and like literally been cheating on her because he didn't want this marriage, as we know. He was forced into it, which is why he put Ethelstan under Uhtred's care to make sure he doesn't die. Because essentially he's he's his firstborn son and he would still have a right to the throne, which Ethelhelm is Ethel Ethelhelm is like triggered and also um what's the word? Threatened by the fact that Ethelstan still has the um ability to be like the throne is mine and then therefore it will call chaos in the future which is why he's trying to push Ethel oh my gosh why can I remember this kid's name Ethel <laughs> to be announced as king so we all know that going in it's very very clear Edward notes that they've been in peace all these years all of a sudden stuff starts going out of whack Part of it, which I'll be like, okay, you can't put like 100% on them just being like oblivious to what is going on because in the midst of all this, Brita shows back up and I feel like that helps create a little more chaos. Also, this is like how long ago? And so the way to get news to people is excruciatingly slow. Some of these times when I was like, especially the war that was happening with Sig Trigger um, led his... Uh, people to go fight the Saxons when he thought like they were threatening him because it's like all miscommunication but it's like miscommunication that day gets people people literally die because of miscommunication and because it takes too long for people to get the right messages out to people so that was just all like oh my gosh anxiety to watch but um yeah so news just travels so so slow and Brita shows up and starts like attacking Uhtred's children, which <sighs> Brita also kind of really, really frustrated me this season. The fact that she had her kid out here and like, I don't understand like all the Dane laws and all of that. Um, I know they have the seer or whatever, but I don't remember the seer, at least in previous seasons, just walking around picking people to just die as a sacrifice. So I feel like this is something Brita like created in a way to kind of try to control people. I also found that Brita was acting as a hypocrite throughout this entire season because she's holding this grudge against Uhtred from, which is from last season when he had the chance to kill her, but he didn't. So now she's had this baby. This child is now what? 
seven. I don't know why I keep saying these kids are like seven or eight. But the child, the child is is young, under ten, pretty sure under like eight, and this child is essentially the seer for this community is going around and touching people to say they are, should be sacrificed for the good of the people and for like the God saying all that. So I think it's really hypocrite. I found I, I had issues with Brita because one, she has this kid who she essentially has acting as God going out and killing people, which it doesn't really make sense why she is. But I mean, I guess that's what they believe. So whatever, let's say we go f- with it for now. Then she's taken out Uhtred's um, children because she wants to take out his bloodline. So we see that uh, she attacks young Uhtred and like essentially he can now no longer have kids, which is like horrific. Like who does this? But you know, whatever. And then she, uh, then she takes um, towards trying to take out, um, oh my gosh, I was just looking at that girl's name, Stiora. At least Uhtred's kids' names are slightly different. They're not all the same. <laughs> she goes to take out uh, Stiora, um, which means going to where she lives. I also noticed that each episode didn't have titles, which I was like, is that, is that normal? The, in the previous seasons not have episode titles? I honestly can't remember. But um, she goes to, I don't know that I wrote down what their... Uh, what we call it a town is called in the moment I remembered everything but like now I'm like I don't remember what their their names are called but anyway so she goes there of course they get got because sick trickers um brother is there I don't know that's why it's like this is my thing like I'm all about family <laughs> I'm just gonna put this out here so you guys don't think that I'm like a ruthless mean person because I'm not but like I'm all for family but if you have like family who you know would not hesitate to throw you under the bus or like to put you in situations that are potentially harmful when they show back up later in life and are like oh I've changed I've di- I'm different of course um the thing that we want to do or like the the easy thing to do and the thing that's like part of our nature is to be like, oh, I accept you, you're my family, I forgive you. But we can do all that, but I think you still need to be like in the back of your mind having a little bit of skepticism because if you don't, you end up in situations where they're telling you one thing when they are really, when they really mean something else and that thing can end up getting you killed. And so in their mind is like, oh, we're, they're using the fact that they are your family to get over on you. And that is not right. So had it been me, I would have been listening to Stoyora like, uh, I don't know. This is a little weird. Like we need to like go at this a little bit slower. Like, yes, we can get to the point where we trust him. But I think there is nothing wrong with approaching it, it from like a more cautious viewpoint as I think Stuart was trying to even though it was kind of coming off as her being like mean and like just not liking him but I think had they all taken a step back and like really looked at the situation they could have seen some of the red flags because I even when he was laying there and he was acting like he was drunk I was like they don't see that he's like acting like he's drunk 
<laughs> like it's not that obvious and it was just like they were too busy like going back and forth with each other about their thoughts about if he should even be there so anyway um so she goes there to try to um Brita goes there to capture that kingdom and take out uh sick trigger but also Steora because she's really after Steora and so then finally so this is also frustrating I guess I should get through like my frustrating um pieces so <laughs> this is also frustrating because Dior is in hiding like and I, when they went in hiding under like the ground I was like is there no way for them to get out is she just going to stand there and I get it because like th those are her people and she doesn't want to abandon them but like I, I've never seen Steora fight <laughs> and yes yeah, she's Uhtred's kid but like I don't know. And then even when she we saw her fight against Brito, I was like, girl, you probably would have died had Utrecht not showed up. Utrecht and his crew not showed up. You probably would have died. But um, I was like, is there no way out? Can they not escape and like go get Utrecht to come back and take out Brito? Like, I don't know. But essentially, Sick Trigger was the one who ends up running into them. And then uh, they were like, or I guess it was more so like they, so this is where it's like the communication getting communication to people super super slow because all of this is happening Ethelflaed is dying which I wasn't really quite sure what she was dying from because they were like um when they were talking about what was going on with her it seemed like it was something with her skin and it was like spreading but then I was like or but then it also seemed like they were like focused on the chest area so I was like is this breast cancer I don't know but she was dying she didn't have a long prognosis and so she essentially was like Uchi I can't send my people with you because she's looking towards the future and preparing for potential unrest once she dies of course they don't tell Uchi that because <laughs> they want him to focus on saving his kids or his kid and um but Edward tries to send him army people because I don't think they call them troops army people <laughs> to help fight but there you got Ethel Helm out here just causing chaos so it was just like all this stuff was happening and was going on but it took forever so Uchi finally shows up and is able to save Steora but like because of everything that happened now you have the perfect like brew <laughs> for chaos to happen which is what Ethelhelm wanted and then it's kind of like sets us on this journey of just like constant potential to be on the brink of war but in the midst of everything that happened with the fight between Brita her kid ends up dying and I was like Brita you cannot blame anyone but yourself for your kid dying and it's kind of like I call this season this final season was the season of karma because everyone who did something that was just completely effed up paid for it heavily in some way in this season. So Brita was one. And then she was like, oh, her complaining about, I had a lot of issues with Brita, not going to lie. But her coming in and complaining about um, like, oh, you're letting the Saxons like wash you of your Dane, of Dane law. And like you're come conforming to their beliefs and you're letting them and all this stuff but then she came in and was like essentially trying to force them to be to be Dane 
And if they weren't dang, like, kill them or if they whatever. So it was, like, kind of like you're being a hypocrite in this situation. And then, like, you were okay with, like, taking out Uhtred's kids. But then when your kid dies and Uhtred is clearly trying to tell you that you should not let your daughter jump because she's going to die and she does end up dying and then it's like you still even though we did see her um we did see her when she was with what's his name the pope the pope is are is he a pope priest <laughs> we did see her when she was with the priest um pure leg that he was kind of like trying to help her essentially realize like, Brita girl, you can't be holding in all of this. Like anger is literally going to kill you. Um, it's poisonous. And for a moment, we think like she's turning like around. But then when she hears about the war, it's like, tell Uhtred I'm coming from him. And it's just like, I don't understand how you can live like that. And even when we get to the point after um, Sick Trigger dies, which that was so sad. That was so sad. And I'm just like... When you think about it, Uhtred has literally, and Theoris kind of says this, or doesn't kind of, she says this towards the end, um, especially after Sick Trigger dies. Jeez, these names. After Sick Trigger dies, she says this to him, but essentially it's like, you essentially have put these people before your own family. You haven't even really been here. You've been fighting for them. And so for Edward to stand there and be like, Essentially, which kind of bothers me when they're like trying to force um, Saxton um, religion on these people and they're saying that they don't want it. Um, my whole thing is like, you can't, you can't force people to do things. Like you just kind of have to like talk, like essentially, if you look at the peace that they've had and kind of how they kind of um, were like more accepting of like Saxton religion, all of that into like how they live versus like trying to force it on them. Like, I don't know. I just don't like the whole like forcing thing. And so, um, when he was like, Oh, I was like, well, which is like, well, can you pardon my daughter? Cause she wasn't even really out here fighting. And he's like, yeah, but like, I only pardon sick trigger if he like turns to Saxon, um, religion. And then of course, sister is like, he's not going to do it. His brother was like, yes, yes. Cause his brother's a coward. But like, sister is like, no, I'm going to, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to like, let you force me to be something that I don't want to be. And so therefore he was like, well, then your, you're going to, your payment is going to be death essentially. And then sister is like, well, I don't want anyone to do it. But Uchiro was like, oh my gosh, it's just like, <laughs> it's so it's just so sad. That whole, that whole scene was just so sad. And like, just the hurt and everything. It was, oh. and for Albert to just stand back there and just be like, whatever, I'm not going to change my mind. And I think that's the whole problem with like, um, I don't know what their last name is, but with that family, like, especially the men who are the Kings, which is, I guess so really been two. But I feel like that's the whole thing. Um, it's like, they always feel, um, threatened by Uhtred. And that the fact that Uhtred can easily get people to follow him without even really trying. Because Uhtred, if you think about it, is like a very like inspir inspirational person um, to follow. Like if you just look at his story, where he's come from, he's also a great fighter. He tends to always win. So it's like easy for him to um, 
get people to follow him. He, he also seems to speak a lot of sense <laughs> compared to everyone else. And so they've always felt threatened by that. And um, I feel like a lot of their decisions that they make is because they feel threatened and they don't want to seem as if they're weak, which is like whatever, they're the king. But also it's like, so in this whole situation, you just don't see... First of all, there was mass miscommunication. The person who was at fault is not even here. He slipped away. And now because of him, this war kind of started and now these people have to pay because of miscommunication. I don't know. I don't know. But whatever. And so um, we do see Brita and Uche finally meet up. And they've had like a very long history. And Uche is, is a very um, caring just person and you see that in the in the like in his kids but also in the people who have been taken under his care you see that like same kind of like just fighter type of um mentality and personality in them as well and so him and Brita meet up and he's just like his <laughs> Stior is like you need to kill her like she was gun call like she needs to die even I was sitting on the couch like Brita gotta die <laughs> like hardcore the entire time like kill her she needs to die because she was getting on my last nerve but of course when they met up um it's just like it's just so much history there and it's hard for um when you have that much history and it kind of goes back to like the whole like family thing with people are your family and you want to forgive them but then they still will like stab you in the back it's kind of a similar situation where there's so much history there even though she did all these things literally days ago to him and his family and it's still like he can't even bring himself to kill her but Stiora wasn't having it because she essentially lost everything and like you kind of feel for her and you understand what she's saying especially when um Uhtred approaches her with the offer from Edward to be like, well, you can look over um, the kingdom, even though you used to be queen over it until just to make sure there's still peace of her. And she's like, no, like I was the queen. I was at like the highest point um, in standing as like she could potentially ever be. And now I've lost everything because my husband was killed for essentially nothing. So I got felt her on that. And then her whole, that's when she was talking about, like, you literally abandoned your family to fight for these people. Um, but, like, we have no land. And then we heard about, like, everything that happened at Uhtred's, um land. I don't know why I didn't write any of these <laughs> names down. <laughs> we saw what happened to his, at his land when um, Ethelhelm's, daughter died at his hand and then his people that like guard that guy who he had doing all his bidding for him went there and just essentially killed people and then that's where we saw that um what's his name oh my gosh I need to talk about that because that was so sad as well what is his name because I don't want to mess it up Osperth when he died, oh my gosh, that was so sad. Because, like, this whole time you're like, oh, like, the crew has been pretty tight. Like, Uchi's crew has been tight. They find themselves in situations and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they're going to get out of this. But, like, they all come out of it alive. But when Osworth died, I almost shed a tear. It's like, oh no. It was so sad. And it was so quick. Because, like, that guy, I don't know what that guy's name was, but... Oh, Brezel? I think his name was Brezel. I'm, like, looking at his name right now. But, like, when he's, like, stabbed him in the ribs, essentially, and, like, 
yanked it up. I was like, oh, there's no way you come back from that. And like the realization that Os- Osworth had when he realized what happened. And then um, it wasn't Citric. I think was Finan was holding him. Yeah, it was Finan because he was like distracted. That whole scene was like, I know we're jumping all over the place, but so much to like unpack in this in this season. But that whole scene was just like, it was so much going on and you could, as a watcher, feel like there was so much going on, but we were kind of like honed in on Finan and kind of like, it felt like he was in like a daze like he didn't know what to do or who to go after like if he should go after and help his wife or if he should go after and help Osworth at least that's the way that I was interpreting interpreting it while watching it but like essentially when he sees him get stabbed and he goes and like holds him and like Osworth is like realizes like he's going to die and he starts freaking out he's like I don't want to die I want to die and it's like just quick he's dead I was like oh my gosh it was so sad it was so sad so like even them they were like we're not we don't want to go back there and Uchra was like no we need to go back like that's our land and it's like "Mm, no we don't want to go back too much has happened there that's not our land and then we have like wait before I get go to this point let me make sure I talked about everything in the middle so Brita um Uchra meet up let's go back to that (laughs) um and of course you can do it but Stiora like I knew she was coming because she watched them leave and I knew she was going to come out the woodworks and, like, take Brita out. And that's essentially what she did. And um, Brita died in Uhtred's arms. But, like, Brita should have died. She, she should have died last season. <laughs> so, there's that. Okay, so now let's go where we're going. So, then we have a full circle moment because Alto's helm is literally, like, fled. He goes to talk to the Scots. And, of course, still trying to create chaos. And makes a deal to have a full... Um, Ethel Wynn, Ethel Fled's daughter, Ethel Wynn, Ethel, is that what her name is? Oh my gosh. These, the Ethel, the Flynn's, the Wynn's, the, the, all that is too much. <laughs> um, yeah, Ethel Wynn. He makes the, um, like a deal to have her marry the Scot, the Scottish king, which I need to find his name, but and she's all like, again, another thing that irritates me is like forcing someone to um, marry someone that they don't want to marry. And she's even like being like, oh, I don't want to marry him. Even when he like comes to her later and is like, well, I don't really want to marry you either. But like, this is essentially like what's going to happen. Like, we'll just be married. But like, I'm never going to sleep with you and all that. I'm still like, oh, no, don't. Mm, no, no. She's still being forced to do it. <laughs> and she clearly doesn't want to. Um, Constantine, that's what his name is. And so we have the whole full circle moment because in this, the person who ends up kind of showing up who I had really forgotten about um a little bit I think his name was is his name what what gar <laughs> is that what uh Uhtred's and then I couldn't remember is it Uhtred's brother or is it Uhtred's like cousin or like I don't think it's his brother or I don't know but we know that they went back to um to Babenberg 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 <laughs> that's the only one I know because Uchid like always says it um or it's always in like the trailers and stuff 
Um, when he's like, do Bevenberg or Uhtred, Uhtred of Bevenberg. Anyway, <laughs> so we saw that fight that happened. They lost. That's when we lost um, Father, oh my gosh, what was his name? Who we saw in the beginning of, or like the first half of the um, series, who was kind of like Uhtred's mentor and... Um, saw a lot of great like story and character development, at least um, with him, which I'll find his name and we'll come back to it. But like that's where we ended up losing him was in that initial fight that they had. Um, Bianca, that's what his name is. Father Bianca. <laughs> we ended up losing him um, in the first fight that they had when Uchi tried to take back Bevenberg because like that is his right. Um, and so when we see, geez, all these names, like these names are so easy to forget. Whitger, when we see him, um, show up and we know that like, essentially the fight is coming back to Bemberg. It's like, oh my gosh, it's a full circle moment. This is essentially like where we started five seasons ago, what Uchid has been fighting for. He kind of, it kind of seemed like he forgot about it after that fight, and was just like, okay, to settle where he was. But then it was like, oh no, like these are, this is what it was all for. You need to go back and you need to fight for your home. And then essentially kind of like lands over everything like Stiora was saying, like essentially she was going to live as a Dane until her father like, had actual true land to give his family. And so um, Uchra's thing is like, <laughs> we tried to fight here before, we lost. It is very hard to win a fight there. And so they come up with a plan. Of course, no one listens because this is a season, this is a, a crew of people who just do not listen to anything anyone has to say. He tells Edward, "We're gonna sneak in. I, I can only the way we gotta go. I can only take two of my men with me. We gotta sneak in. Wait for my signal to come and attack. If we need you to attack or whatever like that. And then of course." Edward, because, you know, he feels threatened and he doesn't want to seem weak, doesn't listen and tries to go either way or go anyway um, after they hadn't heard word from Uhtred. And so, like, they essentially are about to die and be thrown off the side of the cliff. Um, but um, what's her name? Ellsworth, Ellsworth is able to convince... Oh my gosh, there's so many names. Stiora <laughs> to go and help them fight. But when they get there and they see they're they're essentially losing, Uhtred is still inside, like looking at all this chaos, like, oh my gosh, like why didn't they listen? They're gonna die. Then he sees his daughter and he's like, No, we need them. And he actually goes and is able to convince her, like, this is our land, this is what we've been fighting for. Like I'm going to go fight for it. I'm going to go save it. Even if we die, like this is, this is it. This is, this is our home. And they essentially go fight them and end up winning. And then they get back into the inside. And then we see, um, Uhtred essentially because Wicker is like weak and, <laughs> and does not know how to fight. And of course, like never wanted to go because Uhtred himself. So when he comes face to face with Uhtred, of course he lost and he dies. But then like the whole, um, Bevenberg comes under fire and Ethelstan, like Ethelstan has his moment with, um, Ethel's helm and 
Athol. Athol. What is his brother's name? Athol where? Oh my gosh, these names. Um, and has that whole moment where like, he's like, your mom died because your grandfather essentially killed her. It was at the hands of, of him. And so we saw um, that whole revelation had like a family moment. And we're going to get into like the future um, or like what could possibly happen in Seven Kings Must Die compared potentially looking at what happened in history. But like that was a whole thing. Um, but essentially, Alistair goes out and he sees Uhtred and he's like, and there's a fire breaking out. He's like, we have to leave. Like the smoke is going to take you out. Like there's no way to save it. And Uhtred's like, at this point, I mean, like I found him because it's been five seasons of this shit. <laughs> and he finally, like essentially, they fucking won. He's standing in there and it's all going up in flames. And then the skies open up and it rains and it's just like, oh. As a viewer, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, like it's, you just, you just, how can you not be like, oh my gosh, yes, Uche is finally getting his lands back, and then we see like Constantine and him have like a conversation because Uche is pretty much like, Bemberg has always been kind of like this middle, this middle place between the Scots and the Saxons, and essentially Constantine was like, we gonna keep fighting. <laughs> And so Uchre was like, we need to figure something out because I'm not going to be about this life for like the next few years. Like we need to have some peace. And so we know he made a deal with him, but we don't find out what the deal is until Edward comes. Who's like, all high on his heart. like, we did it. We did it. And even though you're kind of like, but you almost killed, I mean, you killed a lot of people because you didn't listen, but like you almost died because you didn't listen. And pretty much you only won because of Uchre and the Danes. So like... There was that. And so, um, and then that's when Uhtred was like, this is my family's land. We are reclaiming it. I am Uhtred of Bemenberg. We are not, this is not Saxon land. This is Dane land. We will remain neutral. And Edward was like, <laughs> and like, what can you do? You can't be like, okay, we finna fight it out again. Cause y'all almost died. And so you knew he was butthurt um, after he heard that. And Uchir was like, and we got the little nice like montage of like some flashback scenes of kind of like when we see Uchir like looking out over the um the walls and we got some flashback scenes of kind of like all the very poignant moments in his life. But then also we got to see like life in Bevenberg for his people. So it kind of like alludes to what his um what the future for his people will look like, at least for a little bit. And then we also see, um, what was her name? The Lady Priest Hild. We see her um, walking with a kid and we're like, and I'm not going to lie. I forgot about Uchra's third child. At the beginning of the season, I was like, wait, I thought Uchra had three kids, but then it kind of like went off the back of my head. I know I talked about it a lot in season four. <laughs> so I was like, what happened to the third kid? Like no one knew. But apparently he had been under Hild's care and um, she, uh, we essentially see her walking him 
to meet his father, which he, like, he was super young, so he doesn't, I guess he doesn't really remember that Uhtred is his father, but, like, I think that um, Uhtred getting that land back because it's, like, oh, what will be his bloodline? Because, like, Steora is not married, so, like, who knows? I mean, she could remarry or whatever, but, like, who knows if she'll have kids? Um, young Uhtred can have kids because of Brita and then like you see oh wait he has a he has a second son and so like that's kind of like the hope in them getting the land back is also the hope in like Uhtred's bloodline um will like continue through potentially his second son so I don't know it was like oh it's just a good like full circle moment to end on that way I would be I would be okay with that just being the end um, and we just not see anything else, but, like, we're getting a final movie. I do love these characters. I love the, um, actors. I love the stories. I love the drama. I love the violence. <laughs> the fight scenes. Like, I love all of it. So I'm definitely okay with us getting a movie, especially because it is based on history. So this is where we're going to talk about actual history and what we could potentially see in this final movie. So if you've never looked up the his these historical um, people and you don't want to know what happened in history then you probably could stop right here but um here we go so essentially we know that Uhtred dies I mean they all die because this happened so long ago but Uhtred dies because he gets um gooped we'll say <laughs> on the way to a battle and um he ends up being killed uh kind of like in a in a in an ambush way, if I'm remembering this correctly, because I looked this up, but, um, he didn't die. The way it seems as how I read it is that he was on his way to like either negotiate or to go to a fight or something like that. And he ends up being ambushed and he ends up dying that way. So not sure if this seven Kings must die. Um, if we'll see the death of Uhtred, but like, Essentially, it makes sense to me for Uhtred to die in this movie because um, essentially that's what happens. <laughs> we also know that, um, which Uhtred said in this, like, you will not, um, at least while Edward is king, he will never be king of all of all the kingdoms meaning as well as Bevenberg, he just, he essentially says to his face, like, you are not qualified. You are too weak to lead these people. I don't think you're the right man. And so we'll see who the next king is. And maybe he'll be the one up for the task. We do know, based on history, that um, King Edward's first son ends up becoming king. So therefore, we can assume that Athelstan will become king after, and I don't know how much time like this movie is going to span or how far in the future the movie is going to span, but we do know that Athelstan becomes king and he, they're actually, he was a good king according to his history. <laughs> he was a good king. There's a lot of um, peace, but also people trusted him as a king. And then a full what is his name? Why do I keep forgetting this kid's name? Ethel Weird <laughs> also becomes king after, but like they had, essentially they were like closer as brothers. 
and then King Edward also has like multiple other children because we know we see him give birth to another kid with um, his new wife. I'm trying to think of what else is is um, notable that happens in history that could potentially happen in here. I think those are the big ones. Uhtred does die in a shitty way and um, Athelstan becomes king. Athel before Ethelweird, Ethelweird does also become king. Um, Edward has a lot of kids. And yeah, I think those are the main things. But so a lot of things we could potentially see. Because when I see a title that's like, Seven Kings Must Die, I'm expecting a lot of death. <laughs> and like... Oh, the one thing I didn't say, because I was like, this season five was a season of um, karma. Like, Ethel, or, yeah, Ethel's helm, like, his daughter was dying was his karma, essentially. Um, but, yeah, so, when I see Seven Kings Must Die, I'm expecting a lot of death. And I'm expecting a lot of, like, people who we've seen um, over the last five seasons and who we have, who we saw, still saw at the end of season five. I'm expecting a lot of them to die as well but I love The Last Kingdom I thought this was a great final season I literally I think I watched this in two sittings because I started late so I was able to get through like the first seven episodes before I had to was like okay I gotta go to sleep and then I watched the rest of them um I think it was like not the next day because the next day I was I wasn't home. But the day after that, I watched the rest of the episodes. And I loved it. I love the drama. Like I said, I love the violence. I love the characters. I shouldn't say I love the violence. I love the fighting. I love the characters. I love everything about this show. I'm excited to see what they do with this final movie. Last I checked, there wasn't any timing for the movie. I believe when I saw the announcement, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The guy who plays Uhtred. Alexander Draymond, he was like, when he made the announcement, I think he said that they were currently filming or had already filmed or currently filming <laughs> that movie. But essentially, I think they did everything like back to back. Um, so assuming we're going to get it some point, if not this year, then probably early next year, which seems weird for it to be like a final movie. But you know, whatever, whenever we get it is whenever we get it. Um, but yeah. That's all I have to say. I want to know what you guys thought about this final season of The Last Kingdom. Was it everything that you wanted it to be? Are you excited to see this movie? Let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.